video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your hosts to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 168 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with the Halloween homeboy, Grizz, and we're back with Mr. Anthony himself. Anthony, next week I'll have a good nickname for you. I gotta think of one. <laughs> yeah, no. Autumn Anthony. Anthony. I don't know. That's not really... Can, can it be Autumn Bundy? <laughs> oh, no. That's what... We we gotta we gotta make it more uh, more lively, I guess you could say, right? More a little bit more pizzazz. I'll think of something as the t- as the episode goes along. Oh, we had okay. one for you, Mike. What the fuck was it? We, we were we were calling you something earlier. Now I can't remember what it was. Fuck, I don't know. It was good. Too. I don't know. It was I'm gonna probably think of it during fucking, this episode. Was it was it probably horrendously offensive. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> no. Okay. So, Anthony, you are aware it is the spooky season. It is Halloween, sort of. We're in October. So, like every year, we start going into the more theme-related shit, right? Yeah. It feels like two years. Two years since a real Halloween. Last year was like, you know, it was not really Halloween. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. But but we're back. We're back. Better than ever, right? The the super... Halloween spooktacular bad taste video 6.0. <laughs> so we have been watching TV episodes to supplement our normal October movie. And this week we did one that was actually a recommendation from Grizz. And that is the episode Take My Wife, Please. And Grizz, what show is this episode from? This is from the one and only Married with Children, airing October 24th of 1993. What a great time period. October 24th, right before Halloween. God damn it. Just let's 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 go back to 93. Season eight, episode seven. Just in case you're keeping track, it is on Peacock. Or if you're like Anthony, you own the box set. Oh, it's awesome. I do. Not only do I own the box set physically, I also have it digitally. Really? Like, like I remember when. Do you remember like ten years ago when Netflix like streaming got big, and then they, one of the first shows they had was Married with Children, and they had the crappy, um, royalty free um version of the song. I'm not sure if Peacock has it, but on Netflix it was a royalty free version of the theme song because they couldn't get the rights, and it just. Oh my god! God, that sucks. And I was like, I can't watch a show without this theme. I literally just went out and bought the digital. The digital one. I think I've had the box set for like years, like for a long. You're time. right, though, dude. That that love and marriage opening theme song is like so solidified in my brain uh, from my childhood, and like it, this show isn't the same if it doesn't yeah. have that beginning and that ending. I think I know every what? episode just because it was always on in my house. Like I don't think my parents watch it. It was just always on TV though, just like in the background. <laughs> I loved it. Anthony, what channel was this always on? Nine or eleven? It was. I think I probably going to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure nine was 
the nine was the originated original date, and then eleven was the reruns. And then I, I think I Fox like got it, it at one point. I feel like I remember it being on channel eleven. Yeah, right? well, Pixel eleven, whatever there, the hell yeah. it is. It was WB back then, baby. Remember Michigan oh, yeah. J. Fro Michigan J. Frog. <laughs> is oh, that my. his name? Double 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 you Fucking asshole. Yeah. No. Uh, married with so, children. Yeah, I gotta that. say, I don't remember this episode. I did not remember this one. Oh, yeah. dude, you don't remember the village people? I, I, no. I, I thought for you, the sexy construction worker would have just like been stained in your brain. Yeah. I'm more of the cop guy, man. I like the oh, cop. see, do the leather though. He was doing it with the beard. I like so, that. Yeah. Now, this, like I said, is one that I don't really remember. It's not exactly like Halloween per se, right? Like the theme of the actual episode is it's Halloween. Yes, I know I just said it wasn't a Halloween episode, but it is <laughs> Halloween. And Marcy Darcy's throwing a party, hires the village people. They supposedly cancel or can't make it. So she comes over and asks the Bundys minus Al if they could come help try to dupe. What was the party for? Women who murdered their spouses <laughs> yeah, just dude. to watch them die. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think that was it. Well, well you remember, you we knew talk about this. We talked about this before. Was that they replaced the guy that her remember her husband Jeffer Jefferson? Yeah, yeah Jefferson. They him. Switched. It switched. And they just got handsome, handsome husband. Dude, I, I like modern uh, Jefferson. I like the second guy yeah. better. Yeah, me, yeah too. me too. He's a much better. So yeah. uh, all the Bundys minus Al go over to help Marcy Darcy, a.k.a. I don't remember her name from Fright Night. But uh, it's crazy. This man. leads to, you know, a little bit of zaniness over there where they're dressing as the village people singing along to YMCA over and over, over and over that's again. That's the only record that Darcy has. Yeah, she's like, I only have the 45. That's it. Do it again. Oh, I'm pretty sure and this is my first, like, this or Police Academy, depending on what I saw first, was like my my <laughs> um, my cognitive self seeing how the village people looked. Like, you know, uh, dude, I, 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 I really I, think this episode or, or Police Academy. Dude, Police Academy or Wayne's World? Yeah, Wayne's World. No, That's guys, um, excuse me. It's Wayne's World too. Yeah, yeah, he knows. Us. It's Wayne's World too. <laughs> Dude, wait, wait. Now, if you if you knew that, then maybe you'll know this because I'm getting them mixed up. The Blue Oyster is from Police Academy. Police Academy, and the Toolbox is from Wayne's World too, right? The names yeah, of the that's club. Correct. Yeah, that's <laughs> the and, things that you remember for some odd reason. I don't know. So, by the way, that was Walken. Walken's in that, and he in is two. right. Yeah, people forget. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, what yeah, you're I, right. Uh, actually, <clears throat> one of my favorite things about the episode is when when it starts here before Marcy asks them to to come over and help save her fucking murdering wives party, which is just a great premise. Uh, what what I love is that like uh, <clears throat> the the rest of them like uh, Kelly, what's her name? Fucking uh, is that her name? Uh, Christi Christina Applegate. Yeah. yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, Ke yeah. Kelly, Kelly and, and, and Bud. And Peg are standing there, and they're, like, planning their trick-or-treat route, right? And they're talking about all the houses that they're going to go to and the ones that they're not. And they make, like, a real hardcore Jehovah Witness joke that just, like, Dude. fucking kills. And, like, all yeah. the comedy is so, like, 
edgy for the fucking time period and, and it still just like hits so well today i i love this show growing up and and this was like one of the first times i've watched it in a long time and the comedy still just fucking nails it yeah so, I, I, well, I noticed too that like the jehovah's witness joke back then they were like always like they were the ones you could always make jokes about it seemed like in the <laughs> 90s like it was always safe or bad it was <laughs> back in the 90s are they yeah. still are they still even around oh I yeah i feel dude, like i haven't had any my door Really, yeah, I haven't seen any in a while. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to put a put a sign up or something. You've seen so, one. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> so while all this is happening over at the Darcy's house, Al comes home from a hard day's work at the shoe store, dressed as a dinosaur, uh, in like this big green like. It, it, like super like '80s slash '90s dinosaur costume. And he, like he always does, says, I wish I were dead, right? <laughs> and while he says this, there's a knock at the door. It's a trick-or-treater. He gets slimed in the face by another Jurassic Park costume of Just sorts. Say it's two weeks in a row, baby, Jurassic yeah. Park. What was last and week's? What was last week's? Last week last was... Uh, Fresh Prince? Uh, yeah, Fresh yeah. Prince, Hexing the Single Guy, and uh, oh, same year, great. 1993. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the second time he opens the door, it's death herself, technically, because death made uh, themself look like a black haired Peggy Bundy. Ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lord <laughs> have like, mercy. I know, I know Gris like that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like growing up, like she was one of the first ladies on television that made me realize that uh that there was something different about the female species that I wasn't quite sure of that I was interested in. Yeah, I was always like, Peggy Buddy's Peggy Buddy is pretty. What's the deal? Why is he why does he hate her so much? Yeah, I know. I'm like, dude, this, I was way more into Peggy than I ever was Kelly. I agree. Same. One hundred percent. How so at this point, um, she was probably what, in her in her thirties, right? Like late thirties? Yeah. He was older for sure. Let's see. Uh Oh, Ed O'Neill is definitely older. Mr. Ed O'Neill uh, scored four touchdowns in the same That's game. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, was born in 1946 in Youngstown, Ohio. So, yeah, he was probably, he was 47 or so at this point, yeah, right? 50, yeah. Yeah, if my, if my fucking elementary school math is correct <laughs> yeah one thing that i like about this part where like you see al coming home is there's a note from peggy that says like oh there's a dish warming for you in the oven and when he opens the oven it's literally just a dish where does she find the time right His oh response. my god yeah. i this feel is... like this show watching it as an adult now like in our 30s hit yeah. so much differently yeah. than when we were kids <laughs> Right, it's, yeah. it's, it's one-liner city, and they're all perfect. It, it all sums up adulthood so well, man. It's, well, you're I, exactly I, right. I, I'm the only one married, so, so true. So, it's true. So, it's so true. this is so it went from being funny to real very, uh, very quickly. <laughs> on, on, on this, watch this with a straight face. <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't know what's so funny. You never came home dressed like a dinosaur before and walked in the shoe store. Uh, it's it's funny i originally put on the wrong episode i was when i read your text because i'm dyslexic i i flipped it i flipped it i put on i put on um 
season seven, I, season episode, seven episode eight, eight. Yeah. and I realized it like five. I realized it like two minutes through. I'm like, oh, this is the wrong thing. But I kept watching. Then I watched the next <laughs> one. It's like, oh, and let's watch another one. one. And I'll then, make it there eventually. And then I went back to the uh, to watch that that episode. And then I was like, you know what? And then they had a cool feature. I watched the first scene and the last scene of the series, and I watched that. So I had to go back and watch the pilot. And I, 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 <laughs> is that a real thing? You on YouTube, somebody does like a thing on like uh, grabs oh, uh, uh. every every show, and you can watch the first full scene and then the last full scene back to back, like that's, immediately. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, but I, I've been on. A, I I think I'm gonna do a full rewatch. It's a good show. Yeah, I think I, now that I see that this is actually like available to watch online and like in good quality, I'm gonna definitely go through these because this episode really proved that it's got staying power it's still funny yeah. uh the jokes about like so the whole gimmick is al's gonna go you know he's gonna basically be taken by death unless his family says that he needs him and uh when peggy death bundy whatever the fuck you want to call death at this point tells him this that this is like how you're able to stay alive he goes well Better go pack my bags. Yep, that's it's fucking over. <laughs> Dude, and, and so like he's like, Oh, so don't we have to go over to this party and see if my family's gonna say that they they oh need me God. and stuff? And she's like, Baby, this is the fucking twenty first century or whatever, and like they sit down on the couch and they turn on the coolest television channel of all time. It's like death all the time TV or some death shit, dude. TV, yeah. Yeah, and like the logo is the coolest. It's like severed foot and shit, dude. I, I loved. I wish that was a real fucking channel. The the logo was like the bottom of like the soles of somebody's feet on a morgue table with a toe tag. That <laughs> yeah, says that's DTV. what it was, dude. I loved it. It was so good. Dude, we should make shirts of that. Put the yeah, BTV that, there. That would, dude. That's <laughs> all death, all the yeah, time. <laughs> I love that idea. So, what do you guys think of this as a Halloween episode, though? Do you think it fits? Uh, do you think it's it necessarily had to be released the week before Halloween, or you know, what, give me give me your guys' thoughts on this? I think it's a definitely. It's like a, they think about how many seasons that show had. It's just another Halloween episode. They've they've had a, they've had a lot so yeah that's true that's yeah. true but you know we were we were saying last week how they usually made a big deal of the Halloween episodes the Christmas episodes and on this one like Halloween isn't really the focal point of the episode like it doesn't really get him in trouble in any sort of way you know what I mean it's just kind of there you know I I I see what you're saying but I think that uh, if you look at the time period for '93. And a lot of like the effects and the gags that they did for a television show, they they, they went a pretty far out, you know. Even at the end, where where Death Peggy Bundy like dissolves into air, and there's like the flames in the doorway and shit like that. Like there's a lot of cool effects for the time period, so they probably put a lot of production into this special episode to make it like this is the Halloween episode, and they used Halloween as just kind of like a backdrop for like this cool evil story that that gives it that vibe i guess you're Uh, right when it comes to these sitcoms like they brought in a supernatural being for the episode which normally they wouldn't do especially something like married with children where that wasn't really the focal point of the comedy it was more so like ed o'neill and katie how do you say your name katie seagal 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 and 
But no, it's funny too. It's like even though my and like um, Halloween specials back then were always cool. Like you always get excited for your show you watch. It's or like, but even on like when you get box sets or you do like a binge watch on Netflix, you always get excited. Like, oh, it's the Halloween special. Like oh, yeah. on any show, totally. on any show you watch. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. yeah. The office. And the same ones way about even like, with Christmas specials too. I just I just like when it's like you know it, it's themed around the season that you're in. You're already in that kind of fucking that mood. It, it, it's perfect, and it, and it, it kind of just I don't know. It hits on all cylinders. And man, when whenever these Halloween episodes air, it was always a, a point of excitement in my childhood. Yeah. One thing I gotta say is I just watched a Full House Halloween episode, and the only thing that had to do with Halloween was the opening little like gag. Oh, I hate that was that. it. Yeah. That was the only Halloween related thing. I was, and then it was about. Uh, Uncle Jesse and his dad get mad because Uncle Jesse doesn't want to be an exterminator. <laughs> you know, and, and I love the response that we are getting from people from these from the episodes that we're doing now with like the Fresh Prince and stuff like that. Because and I, we said, hey, if you got you got suggestions and stuff like that, uh, we had we had a dude hit us up on our Facebook. You can you can find our Facebook at Bad Taste Video Podcast on Facebook. He hit us up with a great suggestion of something that me and Mike. I uh, have never seen this dude, uh, Richard Patterson, the second. So big shout out to him. Thank you for listening and giving us a suggestion. We're, we're, we're thinking about doing what you said, man, because the screenshots of this thing look pretty fucking awesome. Well, and I, I'd never watched the show. So if you have other suggestions for things like this that you want to hear us cover, hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Facebook and let us know what you want to hear about, because uh, it, it opens us up to new things that we wouldn't even think about. Yeah, Anthony, we're not going to say it yet. We're going to let it be a surprise. It's a surprise. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. <laughs> off mic, off mic, off mic. Off mic, off mic. Um, so, before uh, I move on, you got you guys got to yeah. do me a favor, you two. You got to go, go into Google and type okay. in Ed O'Neill BJJ. <laughs> Dude, what oh the fuck? Oh, my God. Thir- he's a black <laughs> belt. He's a black belt. Yeah, but oh Isn't my god, crazy? there's a picture of him. There's a picture of him with his hand in the black belt, like he's Al yeah. Bundy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and there's a picture of him judo tossing someone. This is amazing. Yeah, he's a real black belt. Oh. He, he, he I, I think he's a Gracie black belt. Really like great, Bro, yeah, man. Come on, yeah. There's pictures of him with fucking Gracie. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, dude, man. What the fuck? This is <laughs> blowing my mind. Dude. Even, this is even the though best it's not in beard, there's a great photo of him training with CM Punk for his MMA uh, debut because they're at, like Chicago. The f- that's yeah. why. Fuck. That's why yeah. <laughs> he was training what with fucking Al fuck? Bundy. <laughs> yeah, no wonder he lost. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, that's uh, so fucking funny. Holy shit, that blows my mind. Dude, yeah. he can coach a fucking little school of football kids. He can judo chop fucking people. He got ass. There's, there's yeah. nothing Ed O'Neill can't do. Yeah, dude, he's <laughs> so good. He's so good. So so one thing that this um, episode reminded me of, sort of, was back in the day, I feel like there were more like parties not like, not like you know, when you're in your 20s type parties, but I feel like more people had like Halloween parties. You oh, know what I totally. mean? Like, is is yeah. that a thing that you feel like like fell off almost? Because I know my family always had Halloween parties and they still do. Yeah. And that's not only because my parents got married on Halloween, but 
Oh, nice. they, it was cool. just always it was just always a thing like they there was always a Halloween party in my family that we would go to when I was younger and then my parents kept doing it when they got older when we got older you know what's I, up with that I think the Halloween party that we grew up and watched on TV and like in the 90s is doesn't exist any is more the we we grew up in that transition between that and the like we went from the cool family like let's dress your mom dresses up as a cat Halloween party <laughs> to to like like red cup late nineties like American pie parties to like the sex parties to like what what do they call rainbow parties like you know what I mean like and like that was a transition so it's Halloween parties. I mean it goes on I mean we can, <laughs> it goes on but, but that's what I mean it, it, I mean it like literally that Halloween um, parties that we grew up on no longer exists. The Halloween parties to someone else now are these like, you know, wear sexy costume parties, you know? Well, do, do you feel like at like 2021 Halloween is no longer like a scary thing to people? No. That it's more so just an excuse to get like fucking hammered. They'll post about on. it. Sir. They'll post about, I, I love, I love this movie that I've never seen. Yeah. It's a social <laughs> media holiday. It definitely has become that. I think now, I, I think that's a, a very good, uh, good point you're making anthony that and, and i think that's true mike that that aspect of like our halloween growing up is 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 no longer existent it's become kind of like uh let's let's go out and party excuse let's uh which you know it's always been about having fun and going to party we've always done that but like it was always about halloween first you know and i, and I yeah. think that's kind of like the lost art of it a little bit yeah like people don't want to get dressed up they don't want to do this. They don't want to. I'm looking at you. Decorate their house or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I already told you. I have the fucking scariest house on the block, dude. I bought a fixer upper, so I already look like I own a fucking haunted house. Yeah, and when, I, when you uh, see when you see a girl dressed as Freddy Krueger now, instead of instead of going cool costume, <laughs> I go, okay, you liked all of them. You're lying. Nobody likes all of them. You're, you're the guy that goes up to the girl with a Nirvana shirt. Well, yeah, you will name the fucking uh, the yeah. albums on your yeah. Uro. Like. <laughs> it, it was um, our one of our friends, uh, one of one of our friends, Kyle Kyle Ray, once went to a show and he, one of his favorite bands is the Smiths, and he wore a Smith shirt. And we're at the con we're at the show. And I just see these group of guys that are like, like talking. And the guy walks up to Kyle and goes like, name, like name three Smith songs right now. And like Kyle named 10 in like five seconds. I think they bet like 20 bucks. He couldn't. And his friends like gave Kyle like 20 bucks each. Cause that was, the <laughs> it was like, I wouldn't wear the shirt. I'm like, I get it. Like, but it, it just, it's pretty funny. So you want to know how different Halloween parties are now than when at least we were growing up or at least that I remembered as a kid. So it had to be middle school or high school. And my sister had a Halloween party and it wasn't like that type of party. It was like a normal, like she had her friends over and stuff. And my parents decided or more so my mom decided let's get, let's get your uncle to come over dressed like a fucking serial killer. Now keep Perfect. in mind, Anthony has seen my uncle. He is six foot six. He is gigantic. Picture me, my build, but six foot six. Yeah. What like, and, uh, like Vincent D'Onofrio in like Men in Black, big. Like with the same walk. <laughs> my Water my mom didn't tell my sister. I don't think. And all of a sudden, my uncle just shows up, like dressed like he's fucking crazy, bagging on the shit. 
that. Now, that is something I feel like if that happened in 2021, somebody's going to call the cops and somebody's yeah, going to get sure. shot on the front lawn. Immediately. <laughs> someone, yeah, gonna, every kid has a fucking cell phone now, so that's going to ruin it immediately. But why does nobody try to, like, scar their kids for life anymore like that? What the fuck? Dude, it's true. Like, it, and, like, so for me growing up, like, I was in that perfect time period where, like, my older sister, uh, she's, like, three years older than me. So, you know, she's in high school when the movie The Craft comes out. And, you know, every fucking girl in high school watching The Craft at that time period, they're all getting together with their girlfriends and they're doing the spooky <laughs> seances and all the fucking light as a feather, stiff as a board thing, you know? So, like, my sister would go down into the basement because we had a nice basement at the time at my mom's house and, like, They'd go down there and they'd fucking do their seances and shit. And like my mom would go and play with the fucking fuse box and turn the lights <laughs> off and stuff down there. And they'd all scream and shit, dude. And it's it's it, you're right. Like you need to you need to scare the fuck out of your kids, man. Like you know, like give them not don't be like you know vicious, but have some harmless fun. Invite your giant ass uncle over to scare the fuck out of them and stuff. Like that's awesome to me, man. And it's a lost art. I think I, I don't know. Maybe it's not, maybe I'm just out of touch with like people who have a fucking kids. Cause I don't have any, but cake Stan, I'm talking to you, Ernie. I hope you scare the fuck out of your children. No, he's, <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. He's what? not that type, man. He's not that type. But when I was in, when I, was in, I don't have kids either, but I've always assumed that you're entitled to two things when you have kids. The ability to scare the fuck out of them forever and free labor. That's oh, yeah. all I <laughs> that's I think that's a given. For yeah, sure. Um, Dude, and like not- my, my dad used to just have like like just playful fucking shit that would scare the fuck. I mean, he would like go to go to the store and just bring home like a, some whipped cream, nope. fill up a paper plate full of whipped cream, and then hide somewhere. Wait for me to like walk around the corner and just fucking pie my ass middle of the day out of nowhere. Like there's no reason to be doing this shit. And he would do that to me. Like it, it's like, dude, that's some shit that stuck with me forever, man. Like those are fun things that you can do with your kids that I think are are harmless, but are like, you know, scare the fuck out of them. The little things like that, your dad pieing you in the face. My mom doing the Crypt Keeper laugh, scaring the shit oh out my of me. God, that's awesome. Anthony being forced to live in the attic and eat fish heads. It's the little things, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hugo. <laughs> yeah, Hugo. Do you know do you know the Quasimodo story? Did you ever tell you that before? No. When, um, when I was at when I was in second grade or third grade, uh um Hunchback of Notre Dame came out, like the cartoon. But like growing up, my dad would show me like the old ones. And I was like, oh, you, like my dad used to show me the Charles Lawton one, Anthony Quinn ones, like the like the really dark ones. And um, I was like, oh, I guess it's cool to be Quasimodo. Like, I'll be him. And I got the most, like, like keep in mind, this is when the cartoon was big. I show up to third grade one day with Hunchback, like, Notre Dame costume. But the face, it's like a very the visually hideous one. Oh, <laughs> mongoloid looking and stuff. I walk in. <laughs> and, and then all the girls that were trying to be cute, like Esmeralda, were like, get away from me. No, what about you? Anthony made backwards. the whole class vomit that day. Yeah. They, I got, they made me take off the mask. We had to do a parade through the hallways. The guy was like, yeah, take the mask off, man. Yeah, uh, it's this isn't a mask. This is my, this is my face. <laughs> <laughs> my face. Oh, Jerry, the Rocky like, Dennis face. Yeah, oh god. 
Uh, yeah, can I have uh, Eric right. Stoltz mask face, please? <laughs> Why the long face, Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's let's <laughs> let's let's hit the trailer for our main feature this week: Trick or Treat from 2007. From 2007, well, technically 2007, uh, released straight to video, DVD premiere, August 6th, 2009. I'm sure there has been a VHS release of this at some point, right? Yeah. Somebody I... definitely put it on tape. <laughs> um, Anthony, what, what do you think, man? This is a movie that came out about the time that we were hanging out every single day watching movies, right? Yeah fucking monsters hd bullshit keep going all night until you were passing out and then you, you would just leave this? and leave me and what yeah did you guys did you guys see this together or find this together for i don't the first think time, so or? i think me and you I, did, I i saw this though in theaters i don't think did we did i me believe and you go see this? no i didn't see this in theaters when it, if it even I, I don't know when the hell it was released here in theaters but uh i did i think i rented it i think uh, on demand or some shit. I did see it the year that it came out. I don't remember buying the DVD right away. I, I eventually did. But I believe I, I saw this on demand. And I remember that I, I actually liked it. The first time that I saw it, I really thought it was good. Especially 2009. I mean, 
kind of a weak point in horror movies, right? Oh, Would you true. say at least? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely well, agree uh, with that. Uh, well, no, Grizz doesn't agree with it. Halloween 2 came out that year. Still a weak point. <laughs> He's a big fan of the White Horse. Grizz's his favorite I, that's, director that's the- of all time. He is. He's not. He's one of my. I almost said it too. He is one of my favorite directors of all time. But <laughs> that. But Halloween two, is fucking horrible. It's Dude. it's it's unwatchable in my opinion. My one of my best Let's friends in the entire world, Sean, tells me that I just have to watch the fucking, uh, the the not the director's cut. Just watch the original theatrical because I've only seen the directors, I guess, and it's much better. But either way, I I fucking hate Halloween too. So there. I think your friend's trying, trying to prank you. I think he's trying to prank you to get <laughs> yeah, you probably. No, it's Sean, probably. You watched the whole thing? Wow. <laughs> you wanted the full vision, Wait. huh? <laughs> so so Grizz, compared to Halloween one, you know, you you liked Halloween one? I fucking I, I prefer Rob Zombie's Halloween to the original Halloween. And I know that I'm gonna wow. get shit on so hard for saying that. Holy shit. But yes, I and I think that the Halloween remake that he did is is probably one of Rob Zombie's best films. You know what, Grizz? I agree. I actually prefer um, Halloween Town over Halloween 2007. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you bring that up. Yeah. Halloween Town was way more memorable. Like, way Wait, more. <laughs> you really think that Halloween is is his like one of his better movies? I would say Devil's Rejects, Lords of Salem. And then Halloween are his top three best movies he did. <laughs> as go. they say, as they say, sometimes you gotta eat the. What is it? You gotta, you gotta drink the shit. You gotta drink the shit or chew the turd, baby. I mean, it's one or the other. <laughs> so, Anthony, what's so, yours? So it goes: uh, Airhead appearance, Airhead True. appearance, Airhead appearance, Devil's Rejects. Airhead appearance. <laughs> I I really think Lords of Salem is my favorite by him. Yeah, it's underrated. No, I agree. Fuck. People yeah. shit and on then, it. And then I would That's say House of a Thousand good. Corpses is too. Yes, those those okay. two are great. Yeah. And uh, Devil's Rejects would be three, and then after that, I really don't. I like El Super Bisto actually. Yeah, dude. That's that's another really good one. I don't. I I, I enjoyed Thirty One. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a cool. It's a cool premise. And maybe it's just different for me because, like, he premiered it on my birthday, so like I got to go see it like in the theaters on my birthday and shit. It was like super fucking cool to do that. Which he also then did that with. It was either Lords of Salem or it was, uh, or the newest. No, it was it was uh thirty one, and then he did it again with uh, the Devil's Rejects follow up or whatever he did, whatever the uh. fuck that's called, Three from Hell. He did so, both of those on my birthday year after year. It was fucking awesome. So, so here's was, a question. Well, not really a question, but I'm, I'm just thinking out loud right now. Halloween 1 and 2 by Rob Zombie both take place on Halloween. House of a Thousand Corpses takes place on Halloween. True. Lords of Salem, I believe, takes place on Halloween. True. Um, 31. I don't know if I said that takes already. But place on Halloween. Takes place on yeah. Halloween. <laughs> So almost every single one of his movies takes place on Halloween, right? I never, Besides, I, I never made that connection either. That's, yeah. Devil's, Re- Devil's Rejects, I don't believe, does. Does not mention it. And I can't um, remember if the newer one does or not. I don't believe I don't believe they do. Just spooky Mexicans. Then, That's all I remember. <laughs> well, I actually want to oh. change my answer now. 
It's actually oh. for me. It goes Airhead appearance, uh, 2003 uh, Metallica Icon Awards speech. Then it goes <laughs> Devil Rejects. His cribs oh. appearance was pretty good too. No, dude, him him on the Icon thing for Metallica, he bombed. He I'll, he goes before Metallica, everything sucked. There was no good bands, and the crowd starts booing him. And I go, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a bad starting line there. Yeah, he was booed, booed. I'm no sure well, he probably stuff. liked it. He was like, "Ooh, spooky, boo!" Yeah. Ooh, ooh, boo! You know, all my movies, you know, all my movies of the future Are will take place on boo Halloween. Or boo words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so trick or treat, trick or treat. I'm just gonna keep saying trick or treat because I, I can't, I can't keep myself <laughs> to the R. Uh, I'm sorry, I just can't. Anthology film. Halloween anthology film to be easy exact. with that word, dude. Easy with that fucking word. What anthology? Yeah, let's let's be real. Let's, it is. This is not all right. Whatever. It is an anthology. What else? I would guess. This I guess it's an anthology. There's not I, a linear story here. I could start off with a compliment about this. <laughs> Go oh. on. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will say this movie. Not saying it was good. However, comma. I thought this movie's plot was going to be the plot when I first heard about Halloween 3 when I was a kid. Like when I was <laughs> really? a kid. And you see the cover of Halloween, and then you wonder what this movie is, and someone explains to you that it's not Michael Myers, it's something different. And I was like, oh. And I see the cover, I'm like, oh, it's probably what this movie's plot was, you know, in my head. Like something like that more so than... The sci-fi well, if masterpiece. You listen to what Carpenter said, that makes sense too. <laughs> yeah. This could be yeah. similar to what he had in mind. Yeah, I, yeah. I, so this this Halloween three ended up being something I I I, I watch more often than other Halloween movies now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like Halloween three and this could be its own series. There yes, that's why I thought I thought it was going to be more. This is like a more abbreviated version I thought I was going to get as a kid watching Halloween 3. Because people were like, oh, it's a bunch of trick-or-treaters killing people. So, oh, okay, that's probably like something like this. And the movie we got was way different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, a lot you, know, more worms. you know how things go, man, especially at that yeah. time. Like the yeah. word on the schoolyard and the playground, a lot different than what the reality of the movies were. Now, this movie... I had a decent idea when it first came out what it was going to be about. And I think it actually outperformed what I thought it was going to be. I do like that there's multiple stories. There's like a kind of a wraparound. There's little, I guess, like Easter eggs from the other stories within the stories, if that makes Easter sense. Eggs, like you'll. Yeah. Well, like you'll see characters from the other stories or like you'll see the aftermath or, you yeah, know. And it forces you to fucking make these stupid connections that really don't make they don't pay off in any way. Because you're like, am I supposed to be paying attention that I see this fucking character at the same party as these? Dude, I have problems. I told you when we went when I earlier that like, I don't I don't hate this. This movie just makes me fucking mad because there's greatness here and there's horribleness here. And it's just, it pisses me off that it, I'm, I, I'm led down these paths that don't pay off to anything. I don't know, dude, we're, uh, well, we're, well, too, let me, we're too let early me for me to get this hype, I guess. <laughs> let, let me explain something about this movie that I read that there's actually a theme to this. 
each story, there's a theme. The first story of the principal and his kid, that's like your introduction to Halloween when you're a kid. You know what I mean? You're just getting into it. The second story with the kids taking the like the geek girl down to the fucking the bus area. That's supposed to be like when you're in school and you're finally allowed to kind of experience Halloween on your own, like fucking around with your friends. The third story with the werewolves is like when you're in your late teens, 20s, college years, when it's like completely different. It's about getting hammered and like sex and all this stuff. And then the last story with the old man is supposed to be like your older years how like you see all these people get cranky they don't want to deal with halloween anymore like they're fucking over it so that's why i feel like there's a little like bit of everything in each of the stories like you catch like a character or two because this is supposed to be well this i didn't i didn't think of this theory this is not this is not a lit lambo theory here but i feel like it's supposed to be like a complete i guess uh you know, meshing of all the fucking stories and all like the the fates of these people. And it just, I feel like that kind of gives it like a cool little, I don't know. I don't know what you could call it. Like, a, I've uh, never, uh, I never thought of that before, but I totally, now that you've broke it, broken it down very eloquently, might I say, uh, <laughs> it, I do see what, what, what you're, what they, what, you know, what they're going with, with that idea and stuff. I guess like my issue with like and why I kind of like you know balked at the idea of calling it an anthology. Yes, it is these little miniature stories, and that's technically what an anthology is. Um, I'm just kind of like so used to these great anthologies that we've come to know, like you know Burning Moon, Chillers. Uh, um, what was the uh, the one that we just that we covered too? Oh, Terrorize. That's a great one. Where it's really these independent stories told throughout the movies in unique ways and stuff like that uh and this one i just get like that i, I kind of am forced to feel like it's one continuous you know timeline and it's not because the timeline fucking jumps around so much and they don't break the stories up uh independently of each other the stories are kind of told like as that's going along you know with each other and stuff so it, it feels like there's multiple stories happening at once which makes me like try to pay attention to like you know, like i was saying oh i see these characters at a party that these people are at so i'm trying to make connections that i really don't have to fucking make and stuff so it's a little confusing continuity wise for me whereas i feel like with a traditional anthology i'm sitting down i'm like oh here's a really powerful short you know, here's another really powerful short that I'm going to watch. And I kind of like that a little bit better. So that's why I kind of gave a little bit of like the, oh, bullshit nod to, to the anthology thing. Yeah, I could see oh, that. Wow, because you it's... got him. Holy shit. That was <laughs> Thanks, great. Dude. That was a it's, good it's... breakdown. You can't pay for that, man. That was good. <laughs> I just thought it was okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why, let me retort now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go get another drink. You start. <laughs> now, I feel like that the reason you feel that way is because you really do not see anthology movies doing wraparounds like this. It's usually very, like, separated. You know what I mean? Like, this is this story. This is one story. Like, look at Creepshow. It's like literally another comic book story. You know what I mean? It's not wrapping around in any sort of way. There's no connection at all between the stories. They're all completely independent. And I do enjoy that. I like watching things where, you know, 
you don't have to reel it. You, you just zone out while you're watching it. It's a 15-minute right. story. They're, quick, they're in and out. Exactly. But I feel like Trick or Treat did a good job where, I don't know if it's maybe just the way I watch movies. Like, I didn't feel burdened by trying to connect everything. I actually enjoy trying to look at the little, like, oh, there's the fucking thing from that. There's the guy from the other one. They're the kids from the fucking beginning. You know what After I mean? After first like, to watch, me, yes. On first watch, though, I'm very tuned in to what I should be paying attention to kind of a thing. And I, and I, and I do agree. The wraparound in this is very unique and it's super strong. And, and, and I think that it does do a very good job in bringing all of these stories together in a unique way. I just wish they would pay a little bit more attention to the continuity of it where I'm not like, oh, but this happened earlier and now it's coming back at the end of the movie it's and I'm seeing it from a different around. perspective and stuff. Yeah, I guess. But like, uh, man, like it, it just, just, I guess I want to be like told the story in a more uh, continuous fashion where I'm not. You want a linear story. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just makes a little bit more sense for me. One thing that I feel like is that they could have made a movie almost of every single short in this. God damn, they could have. That every single one would have been strong enough to be on its own. The first two. Now. You, You think only the first two? I strongly think only the first two. Well, the first, well, here's, here's the thing. The first one. Yeah, obviously, you know, whatever. The second one and the last one can be combined into one because uh, it's technically the it's the old one. No, the, the second one is, um, oh, the kids, the one with the kids and, and the then, guy and he, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you could, you could put those together. I feel like the principal one, that would be a great movie. I, I like the character. I like the kid also being involved. It's kind of funny. It's like a horror comedy almost, that beginning yeah. one. Um, the werewolf one could obviously be its own fucking movie because it's a werewolf story. So you can, of course, draw that out. So boring. You didn't like that? Did you see the twist, though? Did you see that coming? Oh, I knew it was a werewolf thing from the jump. Like 100%. You knew- How? Dude, it, it was it's obvious the little red riding hood outfit the fucking oh you know it's your first time that whole like play on sexuality blah 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 the fucking it's a bunch of sexy girls dude i read the fucking werewolf thing a mile away from the shit. <laughs> I, but like, I knew you were a vampire expert i didn't know you were oh, yeah, a lycanthrope no, uh, well diverse and, and i don't have i guess like it's it, it is what it is it's a decent enough fucking werewolf story but motherfucker werewolves don't wear human skin outfits all right humans that werewolves aren't walking around with fucking skin suits on that they peel off like latex fucking gloves i think that is the dumbest fucking decision i want to see a transformation i want to see skin busting boobies turning into fur i want to see like these girls turn into (laughs) werewolves you know what i'm saying like you want you want something you want american werewolf in paris that's what you want that's exactly what I want. He got a men in black and he wanted the, the <laughs> yes, American werewolf. I, I will say because of all the story I will say because of all the stories in this movie and storylines, does this make one does this since it's like an anthology series in one universe and one film kind of, does this make it one of the most mean spirited movies ever made? Because there's so much hate in it. There's, there's Dude, think about it. You know, you know, one thing I gotta say. 
Dude, this movie is fucking mean-spirited. If you think about all the like individual stories and shit and like what the outcome is, even though you don't actually see anybody ever really get killed, it's always off-screen. You like, see the total. Yeah. yeah, like it is fucking mean-spirited as fuck. Every single story is fucking mean-spirited, which is what? crazy to me. I guess what kind of like makes me uh like mad at it is that there's such like there is these really great things the the principal the casting of the principal is is brilliant the, and like the whole twist with like him having his kid in on the murdering and stuff is fucking brilliant i think the little girl that plays like the weird girl that you know is into halloween and shit dude her acting is fucking awesome in this movie yeah. and she could that that story on its own could hold up a a fucking full 120 minute movie all day no problem i would watch that but the the werewolf one kind of let me down and the the end story is just very boring and my issue with it is this iconic sam character right like he's he's great when he has the fucking hood on i completely lose interest in him when he's revealed to be this creepy pumpkin-headed fuck i <laughs> dude i hate that I hate the pumpkin head, man. If you if you're gonna do the reveal, which I think you should not do, I think you leave the fucking hood on him, and that's the character. It's so strong, anyways, and it's creepy as fuck with the the mystery of not knowing what it is. But if you're gonna reveal it, make it this decrepit fucking child. You know, we already think it's an evil kid based on the stature of the of the the, the villain. So go there, like make it a dead kid, make it a or or make it a normal kid and really fuck with some people's heads, you know, like, but to making it another like, oh, it's a creepy pumpkin mask. <laughs> I, that's, that's, that's so fucking lame. God damn it, dude. Uh, so here's a question. Is Sam actually bad? So I, I take him as like the spirit of Halloween, right? He's the keeper of like the Halloween spirit that he's Sam he's is short for. For Sawin, Sam Hain, oh, if you are... Oh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> Dude, this is pissing me off more and more. <laughs> but but he's like the keeper of the holiday. He like, if you follow the rules, the traditions of Halloween, you're fine. He's like the Lorax he of the, Halloween. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he lets the girl go because she still has her pumpkin and everything. She believes in it. She's dressed up and all that stuff. He lets her go. He lets the husband go in the beginning. He doesn't go kill the husband in the house. That because opening sequence is, is a great opening sequence. I, I think that that is super strong with the girl going missing in the middle of the night, trying to put the decorations away. The husband finds her in the morning under the thing with the fucking light up. That that catches my interest immediately. And then I'm just kind of like the ending ruins that character of Sam for me. I'm saying like he, he's great. Uh, and another thing that's got to go is the fucking sucker. Get rid of that goddamn sucker, dude. <laughs> I, I, can, the, I can agree with that. Give him a real weapon, or, or don't give him any weapon at all. Dude, give him I like, weapons of opportunity in the in the area. Speaking of which, he uses that candy bar that has the razor blade in it that uh, Steven, the principal in the beginning, was giving out to the kids. Oh, he gave it to Thurman and Merman, and he fucking puked say, all over his damn stairs. Uh, yeah, he didn't get to use the razor to carve a pickle for him, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so anthony yeah. what is your favorite story of trick-or-treat oh i don't know I, I 
I, I thought it was all over the place. Uh, I guess maybe... I guess maybe the the teacher storyline, I just because it's like weird. I more so more so there was just a lot of like it like went from very serious to more of like a comedy for a second. Even though I want to say the subject, like him trying to hide the body, was like so much it like comical, comical. Like and then it's but like he just <laughs> the killed kid yelling. He, he killed the kid from uh, Bad Santa, so that broke yep, my that's heart. That's Thurman Merman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's but yeah, no, the movie it's like it's it's very once again mean spirited. It's very like there's so many. I love bad that. I love that opening tomb. I love that opening tomb when it's like revealed that he's their principal because you don't know he's like yeah. the principal until the trick or treaters come, and the very yeah. last guy is like looking at him like yo like something's up with the fucking principal and he's like thanks principal so and so and then it's like dun 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 it's the fucking principal. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that reveal of that. That's cool. I like during that uh, that sequence of him burying the body with a neighbor is like, what the hell's that smell? It smells like a dead fucking whore out here. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the neighbor's a good character. I just, I didn't like the, the showdown between him and Sam. I thought it could have been better. So you didn't really need that whole thing, but did you like the end end where like the kids from the bus come back? Yeah, I thought that, okay, because let's say you were going to take the bus story and turn that into a movie. I could see, honestly, you could you could drop the werewolf bullshit out of this movie entirely and focus a, a, a non-anthology-based story around the three stories that you have left here. And you could really turn it into something pretty cool because you have this like principal who lives next door to the fucking crazy guy and the kids are all connected to the principal I, I, you could do a cool thing here, I think, with some really strong stories, some really killer actors that they they, they cast. But I I am just so let down by like this, the the werewolf thing because it's so heavily like picked up throughout the whole movie. We're following these bitches throughout the whole fucking movie, and it's just like I'm waiting for that big werewolf payoff. I'm waiting for the big werewolf payoff. Then it finally happens, and they take their goddamn skin gloves off. And I'm like, this was what I've been waiting for. And like, <laughs> it's cool. Like, there's parts of it of the of the the werewolf scene that are cool that look great. Like when the one werewolf is like looking up at the other one about to transform for the first time and stuff like that. It looks really good, but I didn't get the transformation that I wanted. So the payoff wasn't there. But I say you drop that shit, dude, and there is some fucking meat on the bones here. I I definitely think that both those stories that contain the kids. Uh, and the kids from the bus that those two have to be my favorite i think my absolute favorite is the one with uh where the kids trick the little like the, the geeky girl to go down to where the bus crashed that is my they, favorite they yeah. scare her that's definitely my favorite i just like the whole like ending where it's like a very creep show-esque thing where it's like oh trick or treat and it's the fucking dead kids like to me that's awesome so if you haven't seen this movie what we keep referring to is there's a story where a bunch of mentally handicapped kids are basically murdered by their bus driver because the parents were sick of taking care of them, that they were a burden on the families. They paid so off fucked. this bus driver to basically drive the bus into like a ravine, into like the quarry, the flooded quarry. And there's like a whole story how like it's haunted now and this and that and a group of kids 
take another girl who's like an outcast down to the quarry because they say like oh if you go down there on halloween you can like you know you see the kids or they come back some shit and when they actually go to the quarry it's pretty cool because you see the bus like halfway sunk in the water you see that it was like a real story and it was a real thing looks so good man that whole setting uh, is just spooky they end up tricking this girl by dressing up like these ghouls and goblins and they scare the shit out of her to the point where she hurts herself. And one of the kids is like, you know, fuck it, we're done. Like, this is too much now. We're, we're going home. So they end up kicking all the um, jack-o'-lanterns over, which we learn basically keeps away any evil spirits, which that is like one of the original things, isn't it? Yeah. It's supposed to be like scaring the fucking ghosts away or whatever. So they kick this last one into the fucking water. And as soon as they do it, they start hearing fucking noises. And basically, these kids, all in these like 50s, 60s Halloween costumes, come back from the fucking lake with a quarry. And like they're all disgusting and like covered in shit. Like it's fucking so good. They kill these fucking little kids. No, they're not little. They're probably like 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, like, brutal because the little girl, the geeky girl, like, basically says, like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and, you like, guys leaves them fucked to die. me. You hurt me? Like, fuck you guys. I'd have been the same way, bro. I'm, I'm going up. And these same kids are tied to the last story, which I think is pretty cool because they they drop a hint. You could kind of see the, a photograph being thrown into the fire. Yeah, yeah. We got to look carefully. Yeah, but then they really confirm it later on in that final story. But I really think those two are like the definite strongest things for me, at least, you know, and the the kids, the first kids one story number two is probably my favorite. And I think the strongest and like we said, could be made into a full length movie. So I love actually now that I've been sitting here thinking about what you said uh, about like uh, the Sam character being like the keeper of Halloween. I, I think that's a great concept that that could have been played with more if you keep if you keep him out of the action if you keep him as this like character that shows up at the end of each of these things and like and and like an approving way because dude when when he shows up at the end of the bus scene there when the the girl comes back up from the quarry and she just let the other ones died and, and sam is sitting there and they have that interaction where they just look at each other and they continue on their way that's powerful as fuck. That's a great fucking scene. And I think that's how that character should be used as like an approver of a situations that represent the spirit of Halloween, you know, like, yeah, he, you know, he wasn't yeah. going to harm her because she, she gets it. You know, she has the jack-o'-lantern. She's when a she true comes believer. Up. Yeah. Like, I think that's how that character becomes an even better character. In my opinion, I agree with that. I actually 100% agree with that. I also agreed though that you didn't need to see his face, and yeah, uh, you could have you could have saved that for like if they made a sequel and show his origin somehow in the fucking yeah. pumpkin patch or whatever, like how he became this thing. I like I that idea like that, too. That's a great story idea. Like that would have been, I think, stronger than just having him appear as this mutant character because you really don't know anything about him. It's just, odd. but you know, I don't know if we'll ever get a trick or treat part two. I, I know that there's an issue somehow. I don't I don't know. I feel like we would have gotten it by now if that was oh, a thing. Yeah. 
it's gonna end up being like fucking creep show three or well, some, the fanfare for this has just taken off since since its release you know obviously it, it didn't get like a huge you know box office release or anything like that but it's become a, a, a cult classic of in its own time you know over the, the past mm -hmm. however many years it's been out now it's 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 picked up a lot of steam uh, a lot of spooky girls fucking love this movie, dude. <laughs> this is the go-to. This they love this character Sam. So he's like the new Nightmare on Elm Street guy. You know, it's like him and fucking Sam are the ones. Hey, you know it could be worse. There's a lot worse fucking movies that you could be watching. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Anthony, why don't you give me your final thoughts on this movie? Um, I. Didn't I like I when I turned it on I forgot I I it was the first time I think I watched it since I saw it the first time. So I was like re I was like, oh I remember that. I don't remember that. Um I thought it was I I thought it was uh I didn't like it that much. I thought it was a cool attempt to do something cool where some parts were great and some parts were not so great. I do agree the werewolf, werewolf thing was a cop out, but I do think the ending ending was pretty cool. And, Grizz, and, and what about statement. you, man? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> period. Period. <laughs> I think that. Uh, I mean, I do enjoy. There's lots of aspects of this movie that I enjoy, and the biggest thing that I enjoy about it is how deeply it makes me feel about a movie. Any movie that can either make me like feel really angry about what's going on or make me question why it's happening is obviously doing something to me while I'm watching it that other movies don't necessarily do. And I really appreciate that aspect of it. It has just like really strong, uh, really strong ideas here that could really be something special that I wish could have been dived into more. But all in all, it, it was worth another watch, man. Like, I, I think that I appreciate it more now than I did before we did this episode, which was not much at all. And I would probably give this another watch sometime in the future. There you go, man. Maybe one day when we watch it together, you can you can in really the same room explain it to me. Then you know, yeah, yeah. I'll scare you throughout. I'll fucking. Whoop. I need that. Yeah, give me the yeah, heebie-jeebies. Yeah. yeah, I got you, baby. We'll we'll make it work. <laughs> I I think this movie's awesome. I think it's a great Halloween movie. Don't show it to your kids because there are boobies in this, and it's probably a little much for younger. I'll show it to your kids. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> if they look like Grizz right now, then show it to them. But if they show don't. It to them. Yeah, if they don't leave them, leave them for a while. Let them let them hit high school or something first, <laughs> or let them find it on their own. But I really think it's a good anthology. There aren't many great ones out there. This one isn't too over the top. It's not like Burning Moon, where like you you know it's like an experience <laughs> and a half when you watch yeah. it. It's enjoyable. This is something you can put on on a Friday, Saturday night. You know, it's it's cool to me. It's, it's great a, a for cool the movie. Yeah, it's a great Halloween movie. Actually, you could probably watch this even when it's not Halloween. It's yeah, still pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think you should check it out. It's on, uh, I think, HBO Max streaming. You know, on IMDb, they gave it a, a 6 out of 10 stars. I think that's probably the perfect probably the perfect rating for this movie. Yeah, well, Dude, 6 out of 10 means some people like it, some people don't. Yeah. Sometimes you, you chew the turd, sometimes you drink the shit. You yeah, know, it is what it it's is. up to you. Let's head over to the video Dropbox, and we're going to see where we end up next week.
Okay, we're back in the void that we know as the video Dropbox. And we are about to announce our next spooky season Halloween spectaculare movie. It's one that I absolutely love. It took me a long time to track down this tape. Um, I actually got it from the director himself, so that's pretty cool. Um, next week, we will be watching the 1991 Haunted House. And no, I don't mean like the house is actually haunted. I mean like a <laughs> haunted house attraction. Film, scary movie. This isn't the Wayans Brothers one. It is quite different. Um, very interesting movie, to me at least. I, I feel like it goes very well with... Uh, some other movies that we will be watching in this Halloween season. Grizz, you probably know it more because of the VHS community, right? Hard to hard to come by I, tape. I, I know of the tape. This will be a first time watch for me, so uh, I'm interested to see what I'm in for. Anthony, you're aware of the movie? Yeah, I, I, I think that I know it because of the cover of the movie. The the classic. Which like, cover? Did, which cover? Is there is there two of them? There's this cover of the VHS. That that one. Yeah, that's the one I know. So the cover of the VHS tape is literally just a white box with a barcode in the middle, and it's a scary movie. (laughs) Classic. Kind of looks like the same font from the Wayans Brothers. It does, honestly. (laughs) Right? Pretty interesting. I, I, I love this shit. I think this is such fucking awesome artwork, but this i don't believe was ever sold or um like rented out in video stores i believe that these were only sold at like one of the premieres some shit like that there's not many of the tapes around so you probably would have seen the other uh artwork that may be on the let me say is it, is it, it might be on the, is it is it the other gray right yeah, the well, the other artwork is actually like a, a guy on the cover with like a skull in the background. It's I have a uh, promo poster that has that cover art, and I think that's actually the one that they use on Tubi also because you can actually yes, this uh, stream this on Tubi. It's on there. Yeah. So let's hit the trailer if there is one, and we will talk a little bit more about this. It's a quiet Halloween night. For just a few dollars, this place offers more than a few thrills. This year, we're going to give more than your money's worth. Are you going to get a ticket? Or are you going to get a ticket? Psycho killer escapes on Halloween night. <laughs> yeah, right. must have t- taken the wrong turn or or dang right you took the wrong turn or 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 All right, yeah. So Anthony confirmed it is free on Tubi to st- to to stream. I can't speak anymore after this episode. Um, I'm excited to see what Grizz and Anthony both think about this. It is 
one of my favorite Halloween movies since I've seen it. I really like it. It's probably not what you think it's going to be, but it's still fucking awesome. So before we head out, there's something that I want to actually say, and that is thank you to all our patrons, especially our new Patreon member, Kay. That's all you got to give me to work with right now. But thank you very yeah, thank you very much, Mystery K. Uh, thanks to Mars Hot and Tot, Ben Boyd, Chad Keith, Jordan Nash, you know, helping us pay the bills here. It ain't cheap, as you can tell. Uh, we could have ended up like Facebook, Instagram, slash WhatsApp, and everything just go down yeah. and we're fucked. But thanks to you guys, yeah. we're keeping the lights on. <laughs> yeah, we YouTube, are finally... Uh... YouTube. Sorry, guys. Yes. Sorry. Wait, YouTube was out too? No, I was saying uh, Facebook uh, Facebook is now a spirit Halloween. That, that's that's oh, yeah. the photo. <laughs> that was actually very funny. We are uh, uh, we're, we are finally stepping up to the plate, too, and we are going to be making the uh, the Patreon uh, a little funner for everybody that is getting involved with it. Uh, I know, you know, we, we are going to be working on working our way through the Tales from the Crypt episodes. We want to try to cover all of the episodes every so single one every single one uh you know we're gonna start from one and work our way through through all 93 episodes of the series so we got our, our work cut out for us so if that's something you're interested in uh we also going to do some wrestling stuff we've already got one in the can that was really fun that we did a long time ago that we need to put up there and uh you know we're going to be doing more stuff like that so if you're interested in more things, I had a great idea too, Mike. I don't know if you guys are interested in this. I think it'd be really fun for uh, to do like some 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 bad taste deep dives on just some like really cool topics on the Patreon, like maybe some mysteries, some missing four one one stuff. Just try to maybe like discuss some of those kind of things. And uh, I know it's kind of a popular, you know, like missing and crime, you know, stuff like that. And I'm really into that kind of thing. So. You know, if, maybe if you got some ideas of other things you want to hear on the Patreon, if you want to support us and get on there and do it, shoot us a message because we're 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 down to do things like that. Yeah, we're down to do anything for money. Yeah. We are the <laughs> I am for money. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, thank you guys for um, contributing to the Patreon. Send us a message if you're looking for anything specific. If you want to. Uh, maybe throw out a movie if you want to throw out anything like that maybe we'll do it chances are if you sign up for a patreon we will but yeah, uh sure you know <laughs> we're 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 here for you we do this because we love it we don't really make money we just make enough to pay the bills the hosting fees and all that stupid shit but thank you again uh our newest patreon member k but thank you everybody else uh anthony where could they find you on the internet um, a Bassini on Instagram. And Grizz, where can they find you? Find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you could find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please leave us a good review, subscribe, give us five stars, whatever the fuck it is. It helps us out a lot. Go listen to our friends, Mr. Ernest Kegstan Wimmer, right? Over at Laser Graves. Yeah, doing the good shit over there. He was telling us about a Patreon exclusive that they're going to be doing soon, hopefully. And it is something that we would be very interested in. Oh, yeah. Their Patreon is stacked. They're they're definitely one to check out over there. I've had some friends who got turned on to their stuff lately, too, and they are all about their podcast. If you haven't listened to it, check out Laser Graves. We can't recommend them enough. Yeah, definitely go check out uh, Kegstan's fucking 
keg stands biz over there, the, the Laser Graves Trap House over <laughs> on the West Coast. Uh, yeah, listen to all our friends, Tapehead Massacre podcast. Um, I saw the movie Snack posted the other day. I hope they're coming back and releasing some more episodes because oh, yeah. I really enjoyed them. Um, Neon Brainiacs, you know the deal. You know, Evil Speak podcast. We're, we're multinational here. We go across the globe. But, uh, you know, get ready for some super spooky haunted house bullshit next week as we watch the 1991 low-budget cult classic scary movie. See ya.